Welcome back to the Our View podcast. This episode is part of our Super Sports Saturday, a series of episodes that will highlight adaptive sports programs, their athletes, and those who organize these programs. My intention in creating this series of episodes is to bring awareness to the importance of inclusive play and adaptive sports, to show how sports and play are beneficial to all. I hope you enjoy this episode. On today's episode of Super Sports Saturday, I welcome my guests Steve and Terry Hassett, a husband and wife duo who are coaches with the Camden County, New Jersey Miracle League. Join our conversation as we discuss how an ad they saw in the newspaper has now turned into a six-year commitment volunteering with the Miracle League. Welcome to the Hour View podcast. I appreciate your time, and I am so happy to Welcome uh, both of my guests today for our Super Sports Saturday episode. I am happy to welcome my friends, Steve and Terry Hassett, and I will gladly um, turn the mic over to them to let, let them introduce themselves to the listeners, and uh, then we will get right into this episode. <laughs> so who are you guys? <laughs> I'm Terry Hassett, and I'm one of the coaches for the Miracle League, I'm also a buddy, and been with the Miracle League since its inception six years ago. And I am Steve Hassett, um, typically known as Coach Steve. Uh, basically, uh, my wife Terry and I, like she said, have been with the organization since the inception, and we just love, love being there on Saturday mornings with the kids and getting the families involved and just having a great time. Awesome. You guys have been with us from the very beginning. Um, and uh, Steve, you're also, in addition to being the coach, you are the pitcher <laughs> for a lot of the games. And Terry, you are the number one uh, cheerleader. I know baseball usually doesn't have cheerleaders, but <laughs> you are definitely the number one uh, first base uh, cheerleader, encouraging all the players to come you know, get to the first base. And uh, you guys have been a real, uh, a real help to all of us at the Miracle League. And um, I just want to get into a little bit of how did you find out about the Miracle League? As you mentioned, you were, uh, you've been with us since the very beginning. I know we had a, um, I guess it was like an informational meeting, I think uh, is the best way to describe that over at uh, the library. And I believe you, you all showed up to that. And, uh, you know, so can you tell us about how you uh, came to find out about the Miracle League? Yeah, we were reading the local paper, the Courier Post, and there was a small ad um, just telling a little bit about the Miracle League, looking for volunteers, players, and whatnot, meeting with at the library. So Steve and I, uh, took a ride over just to see what it was all about. You know, we had time and just kind of piqued our interest. And we were walking in with Lynn uh, Cummings. Um, and Jim. And Jim. We didn't know who they were. And we got into the library and there they were doing a presentation. Um, and Downstairs we, in the basement. Yeah, and we liked what we heard. Mm -hmm. And we thought, you know, let's just, let's give it a try to be part of the organization and, and just, you know, see where it goes. And we've been there ever since for six years. Right. So they asked for a uh, raise of hands, anybody who wanted to offer to be a coach or um, volunteer in some way or another, because not everybody, I think that was at the meeting really at the time volunteered, they were just going there as a, as 
gathering information to see what it was all about. I can't really remember who else was there, but there were a lot of parents also who had right. brought their children that day. Right. And um, so I had coached both of my kids when they were younger in little league and T-ball and all like that. So I figured, well, you know, baseball is baseball. Right. <laughs> and uh, in a way it is. And in, in a way it's not, but uh, so we just volunteered and I don't even remember what happened there. That was probably in the winter time. I think it was like in February or January that we went to that meeting. Mm -hmm. And um, that was the beginning of like uh, one of our favorite things that we do as a couple in, in the spring and, and in the fall on Saturday mornings. Yeah, you all, um, you know, you're, you're so dedicated. You get there um, most Saturdays, you get there before I do. Uh, <laughs> that could be good and bad. That could be good and bad. Well, well, you, gave us the key. you gave us you the key. You gave us the key to the shed, so there you go. That's right. <laughs> so you guys have the key to the shed, and, and most Saturday mornings you are there uh, before I am, or we're arriving at the same time to help set up the field, and uh, you all are the last people to leave the field after the games uh, every week. Uh, to make sure everything is is cleaned up and back in its proper place, and um, the thing the thing that you you mentioned uh, about you know you helped out with your uh, kids with uh, baseball when they were younger, um, your kids have come and helped out and volunteered with the baseball league and had uh, you know some of their friends and coworkers and and other people that they know that have also come and helped out as well. That's um, you know, we our our tagline for our uh, Miracle League is that we're more than just baseball, and uh, to steal the tagline from the Mercer County League, their their tagline is one one league, one family, and I think that's really um, both of those slogans are are so true because, you know, we spend time with uh, these families every week uh, for six weeks and then eight weeks in uh, six weeks in the fall and eight weeks in the spring. And it, it really does uh, feel like we are one family. And, uh, you know, before we started recording for the podcast, we were catching up with each other because we had to cancel both our spring season and uh, the current fall season. So uh, we haven't physically seen each other in, in a long while. So, uh, you know, it's nice to just, you know, that our, our groups of uh, families and, and our connections are all... Uh, you know, join together even uh, in our absence from being apart from each other. And, uh, you know, so it really is great that we, you know, we have created over the last six years, we've created this uh, small family of uh, players and, and their families. And, and just right. to see how the league has grown in the six years is uh, really, really amazing to, uh, to be a witness to. So uh, before becoming involved with the Miracle League, had either of you had any experiences of working with people with, uh, who have disabilities? I had never. Yeah. I had never. And um, no, no I, I, we, neither of us really did. But I, I don't know what it was. It was just, it was more um, just working with kids and, and coaching sports, I think that was the draw for both of us. Right. I don't know that I, I, I didn't think that, you know, because the, the, the players were going to have disabilities. I don't even know if we really even thought about it that much yeah. because, you know, mm -hmm. we just thought we were going to be coaching kids and there'd be some challenges. And, um, 
we really had not done any other volunteers. I hadn't done any other really volunteer work, to be quite honest with you. Mm -hmm. Right. I would say, and, and I'm probably going to use the wrong word, we kind of went into it like blindly, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think from the beginning, we never looked at the players as anything other than yeah, that's... like ball players. It was, I don't know. I don't it was know just, why. Coach, like, it was just like coaching said, baseball. We're just yeah. going to, we were going to be, we, we have a lot of kids in our families, a lot of little kids an opportunity to be around the kids and do sports and hoot and holler. And that's sort of, you know, we had the time. But I think as it progressed, um, there would be Saturdays where we'd come home and we would be like, just amazing. Like what these kids can do, you know, through their struggles and their parents. And, I, but initially it was just, you know, Hey, we just, I'm going to toss the ball and we used to put it on the tee and then more and more we tried, you know, how we try to get them to hit the ball and, what a mm -hmm. big thing that is when they don't have to hit off the tee. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's the coaching part, I think, that I kind of bring to the thing, knowing from years of, with my kids. But I, like I said, I think we never looked at it as anything different than like a baseball game. But then we would come home and be like, wow. But I think you that know? was the benefit to it really, Art, because Steve, more than mm -hmm. myself, um, he was determined that there was not going to be, there wasn't going to be a tee. Everyone was going to work to kind of grow. And if you know now, no one uses a tea. It's rare. Right. It's very rare. Yeah. It's very and that's the And that's the great thing of, of having, you, um, having you both there consistently to, um, to see how the, the players progress from, um, you know, from the tea. And then you, Steve, as the you know, primary pitcher, you know, you're able to know who you can actually pitch to from the mound, who you have to right. move up a little closer to, who right. you have to pitch maybe from the left side of them because of right. their condition. They have to, you know, bat a certain way. So you, you know, you really, uh, you really pay attention to all of those little things about each of the players. Right. And, um, you know, I, I think that is, you know, coming into it, just thinking, as you said, like, you know, baseball is baseball and, and, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to make it work and we'll figure it out. And I think all of us really, I'll speak for myself. I know I didn't know much about baseball at all. I've been to, you know, a few games. I try to go to a game or two every season for, you know, the Phillies. Uh, but I don't know anything about batting averages or anything, anything at all about baseball. <laughs> it's right, just, right, right. So, um, you know, so I think we all went into it. Uh, I think with, with a primary goal of knowing like this has to happen, like we have to do it and right. uh, it's important that we do it. And, um, you know, we'll all learn as we go and make adjustments as we go. And it's just, uh, you know, it's great that, that we've been at it for six years now and our numbers have grown you know, so great and, um, and being able to, I think being able to keep the numbers high, um, you know, to, to add to the numbers and then to retain those numbers of, you know, the players that we're used to seeing all the time, uh, really, again, speaks to uh, what we have created as, you know, our, our team of, of people who work behind the scenes. Absolutely. It's really important that we have, um, you know, created something that people see the value in and appreciate the value in and they, they continue, uh, they return every, you know, every year, every season. So. Um, Even the parents are, you, you know, not just the players um, making new friends and whatnot. I know from being there 
I see the parents look for the other parents that they know. Everybody's chit chatting. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's a, a lot of camaraderie out in the stands. Also, I mean, my parents come every week. They have their yes. chair. They sit in the same spot with Brian's. <laughs> like, it's just this. You know, it's it's a real nice family affair, not just for the players, but really for the parents, guardians, or whoever's bringing them there. Everybody feels welcome, and you know. They know that, you know, they were missed if they weren't there the week before. And it's really, it's just a, it's a nice uh, feeling, I think. Yeah, and I think early on, there might have been some, uh, a lot of the parents would come onto the field because uh, they didn't know us. We're not right. trained. We, this is not what we do Monday through Friday, like work with, with, uh, um, you know, kids and, and adults. I mean, obviously some of them are 50, whatever years old that have mm -hmm. challenges. So they probably were a little, you know, reserved in their, I guess, um, confidence or, or whatever to like, just send their family members or kids onto the field with us. But I think after a while that comfort zone and now it's, you know, he, you know, like you said, it's been the same, a lot of the same players for so many years, young and old, mm -hmm. and we know their parents, they know us, you know, they just, and they know that they know the buddies, like, you know, the right. importance of the buddies on the field is, you know, for not so much like we're not teaching them how to play baseball. All right. You go up, right. you hit, you try to catch the ball, you have the socialization with your buddy. That's really what it's, that's really what it's all about, you know, on the field, off the field. All right, everybody, we're up now, back in the, you know, that whole, you know, on the field and back into the dugout. Everybody, you know, listen to when it's your turn to bat. It's not about, hey, let's catch the ball and throw the first and get the player out, something like that, you know. Right. Just the yeah, confidence that your parents have in us now, you know, through the years. I think that's that's awesome for us. It is. It really is, and it that's so true. Um, you know, as you said, they you know there may have been a little uh, hesitation to you know, like you said, to send their their child out onto the field with you know people that aren't trained. You know, these are uh, everybody that that works uh, with the Miracle League or volunteers, our coaches, our buddies, and. Um, you know, but that has definitely changed over the years. You you don't see hardly any parents, uh, you know, out on the field. And if you do, a lot of times, you know, there are, there are a few parents who, uh, a few parents that actually are buddies that come out right. onto the field and not for their own children. <laughs> they have baseball fever. Right. They right. have baseball fever. They just want yeah. to be out on the field and be part yeah, of Yep, they're out on the field and they're, you know, they're helping the other players or, you know, just, just, um, you know, encouraging the, the players out on the field to, you know, go chase after the ball that, you know, was hitting their direction. And, and so it, it's really, uh, Kyle's dad, Bob, is a perfect example. Yes. You know? yeah. Yeah. Yes. Kyle's yes. Kyle and, uh, and his, his dad, uh, Bob, they're, you know, they're there every week. They travel yeah. from, you know, a little bit of a distance to come and, uh, you know, Kyle and, and his dad, Bob, they, they're, they're there every single week. And right. it's just, um, you know, the way that, that Bob encourages the other players and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. such a good, uh, such a good feeling. And um, feeling for me uh, personally, having a disability and seeing, uh, seeing something like this take place every week, week after week. And, um, you know, it's a really uh, heartwarming thing for me to uh, see this happen and to be a part of it all is, um, you know, great to uh, see so many other people have a passion for it and develop a passion for it. 
uh, with you two as the coaches and our other coaches that we have, um, you know, like, like Bev, uh, she's been with us for, for a, a long time as well. And she, um, her grandson plays on one of the teams and, uh, you know, so our score keeper. Yeah, yeah, her, her daughter line, keeps the score, and, and yeah, yeah, her, yeah, her daughter Ashley is the uh, scorekeeper, and she, you know, makes sure everybody knows who's up next. And uh, uh, one of our our original buddies from uh, Cherry Hill East, Holly, she uh, has her sister. Uh, they're both in college now, and. Um, yeah you know, she got her sister involved while they were both still in high school. And now their dad is one of the coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to family just affair. see, yeah, it's all a family affair. And um, even our, our crowd are, are um, in the stands, you know, it started off with just, you know, the parents bringing the, the player. And then, right. you know, you see like a lot of the siblings that are showing up now. And then you see some of the grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins that are showing up and, right. you know, people, Terry's parents. <laughs> That's right. Yes, Terry's parents and and uh, and my mom. They're there every week. <laughs> my dad's missing D. That's what. That's all I'm going to say. My dad's missing yes. D. <laughs> yes. And if my mom does not show up, your dad wants to know where she's at. Yeah, if she's right. okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but that's that's the yeah that's the whole thing that we've developed. It's just you know you you're used to seeing certain people there, and um, I know I've I've had friends that have come into town. Uh, visiting Jersey and they're just like, well, I want to see what the Miracle League is like, you know, do you guys play on Saturday? <laughs> you know, I'm going to show yeah. up to the game or, yeah. uh, you know, just to, to develop that whole, uh, the, these new relationships and, and um, connections with people who share a passion uh, that, that, you know, we all share is, is really a great, great feeling for me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful and blessed to be a part of it and to know, you know, to know that, that everybody is working together just to, um, you know, make this happen for, for these players and their families and to give them uh, some time of, like you said, socialization and activity and exercise and just, um, you know, just to. Uh, it's, fun, or it's just fun. I mean, it's, it is plain and simple. Everyone wants to get up on a Saturday and go out and have some fun in the fresh air. And that's basically what we're doing for three, four hours. It is. Fun. It, it really is fun. And that is so, um, that's, that's like the most important thing I think for, uh, for everybody. We all have fun when we go out and that's, uh, really it, it is, it's just fun. That's a great word. <laughs> it's a yeah, simple yeah, word. Yeah. That's a great word. <laughs> yeah. The other, the other word is exhausting. <laughs> by, the, by the time we get home, we're exhausted. <laughs> right. My, our, our knees hurt. My what? It wasn't like when we first started. Now we're looking for the Advil since we yeah. walked into a right. <laughs> I remember like back. Yeah, I remember back when we first started. I would you know do crazy things like, okay, we're done baseball at twelve fifteen. I'm gonna get in my car from Jersey and ride to North Carolina. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know now I'm just like I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home, and if I could get somebody to drive me there, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, man. it is. It's it's so true because it's just like, yeah, like I have baseball, and, and it's on my calendar on my phone. You know, for those six weeks and eight weeks, it's what are you doing? I'm baseball every Saturday. Don't ask me to do too much else. <laughs> yeah, don't get married during those six weeks because we're not right. coming. <laughs> right, because I can't do both. <laughs> But um, so 
the next question I have for you all, which I think we've um, touched on a little bit, and if there's anything else you would like to add to it, um, you know, that would be great. So um, what has been the most rewarding for you as a coach, uh, being a coach for the Miracle League? Uh, for me, it, I just love being around the kids, but for me, it's trying to explain the joy, the, the joy as they're coming to first base. I, I, it's, it's priceless, you know, and just watching them have relationships, them progressing in their skill sets, um, watching the parents hoot and holler. I mean, it's, it's a gift you're giving to yourself every week. You didn't realize that going in, but you realize that uh, as time went on, it's just the greatest gift that you give yourself, you know, and it, it, we just love it. I mean, I, I wouldn't deprive myself of it on a Saturday. It's just, it's where I want to be. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could add much more to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest, the biggest point is, is just that, like, um, I don't care how many pitches some people, you that used to be that rule, so many pitches, and then you got to put the ball on the tee. I don't care how many, Pitches, pitches it too. takes. Uh, a lot of times I'm just throwing the ball at the bat, but just the, for, for them to hit the ball and make that trek down to uh, crazy, crazy coach Terry down there, hooting and hollering, <laughs> hooting and hollering, and, you know, good eye and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, but. everyone's doing it. You look in the stands and the parents, everyone's patient. Everyone's got that same goal, and that's for them, their player, whoever that player is, to hit the ball. You know, I remember Regardless the if it's your child or not, and everybody's, everybody's excited. Something that, mm -hmm. like, that, that it was like the first time when Mark Black circled the bases, uh, like with, the, with his walker. Like yeah, with his walker. That, before that, he was always in the wheelchair. So that one mm -hmm. time, he stood up, and he hit the ball, and you just stand there on the mound and just watch him, didn't matter how long it took, and just, you know, constantly encouraging him, clapping. Let's hear it from Mark. Come on, Mark. Turn, come on, turn on the Jets. Come on, turn on the Jets. Come on, coming home, coming home. <laughs> you know, and, you know, that's yeah. it right there, I guess. Like, you saw that confidence from him, that progression. Like, I'm getting out of the wheelchair now, and I'm going to stand up here, and I'm going to hit the ball, and I'm going to circle the bases. I don't care how long it takes. And nobody cared how long it took. So, I guess right. that's, that's the kind of stuff that, like, you know, like, it's just amazing. Really, it's yeah, really and and I remember that that day. And by time he had got to like second base, all the buddies and everybody were there. Everybody was behind him, and you know, right. Right. <laughs> cheering him on and, and all of that. And that right. is that is truly what um, you know what we have created there. It's just mm -hmm. a special place, and um, it, it just is. It like that's that's what I'm doing on Saturdays. You know, mm -hmm. Saturday mornings until you know one o'clock. And, you know, from April till the middle of June and then from, you know, right after Labor Day to the middle of October, like mm -hmm. that, I, I don't do anything on Saturday mornings. Like that's what I'm doing. <laughs> even the relationships, even for myself, not just with the players, but I mean, their parents, mm -hmm. um, you know, just everyone, all the relationships that we've, we've made, like really have enriched our, our lives. You know, we stay after the game and we're talking to someone's parents or grandparents or guardian. And I mean, it, you know, you're you want you're running into wonderful people every week. Like it doesn't get better than that, really. And in a, in a selfish way, in a selfish way, like you know, when they come walking up and they yell out your name, is pretty cool. Coach Steve, Coach Ted, yeah. like 
You know what I mean? Like it's just, it is. they're happy to see you. And like, you're happy I gotta, to see that. I gotta, you gotta be a little bit selfish. You enjoy that too, but. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, just being honest, so. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that they know, it, it that is. They know, like they're looking forward to seeing you as much as you're looking forward to seeing them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll never, <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget it. Um, <laughs> uh, Danny, one of our players, he, um, his school came to uh, play at Jake's place one day uh, for one of our uh, Jake's place. We host the days of play. Um, we used, used to do it in the uh, spring and the fall and uh, his school came and Danny got off the bus and he's running around and talking to his teachers and his friends. And he grabs like three of his teachers and he comes over to me and he says, you see that man right there? He comes to my baseball games every Saturday. <laughs> And one of his teachers said, I think that man runs your baseball games every Saturday. <laughs> and he looked at her and, and, but he looked at her and he said, no, he just, he comes to my games every Saturday. And she goes, I, I know he's there every Saturday, but I think he's like working. Like, I think he runs, operates your game. And he was just like, no, like he comes to see me every Saturday. And I said, you're right. I do. I come to see you every Saturday. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's what. That's what he. Yeah, you know, he's. I mean, well, we know Danny. He just he'll draw a crowd, right? Right. Danny. And it was, but it was the funniest thing. And he was the most sincere about it. And I said, like, and like you said, very selfishly, I was like, that's cool. Like he, like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. You know, because yeah. it's it's confusing for kids sometimes when, you know, for for any kid when they see you in a certain setting, like he's used to seeing me on Saturdays. This was the middle of a, a school day, and he was like, "Wait, why are you here?" <laughs> you know, well, even, it's like, "Oh." <laughs> even even um, my kids, Kyle and Ryan, they were, I think, on Mother's Day or something. They they always go bowling with their mom, mm-hmm. you know, my ex wife, and um, they're at the bowling alley, and they saw Sean. Oh yeah. Right? So so there's not that he knew who they were, but like that, and they they saw him having a great time bowling and all like that. It's, you know, it's just, he's bowling like they're bowling. They're bowling. Everybody's out bowling. That's all we're doing. Right. So, you know, like, yeah. to say, like, like what Terry said earlier, like you realize that we're more alike than we're not. Than we're, mm-hmm. yeah. So everybody's got things they like to do, enjoy to do at various, you know, levels of, of competency, but what well, doesn't matter. You just want to go out and you just want to do something and have fun. That's all. And that's it. Yep. That's all. And that's, that's all we try yeah. That's what we try to do. And I think we are very successful with it. Um, just from, uh, like I said, the, the numbers that we have of, of the players that show up and mm-hmm. consistently show up, mm-hmm. I think uh, says a lot to the work that we all put in for, uh, for this. And that's why I really wanted to, um, you know, to do these episodes specifically just to highlight um, our volunteers like yourself and just to, um, you know, as a very small thank you from me to, to you, oh. um, you know, I really, I really appreciate all that, that you all do for the Miracle League and make sure that, you know, it does run. Cause there have been days where I wasn't able to show up and, you know, I was confident in saying that, you know, I won't be there. And I was confident in knowing that the team that we all have to, together, like it's still going to run without me, you know, with right. or without me. And that, right. um, the show you know, that really, the show, the show must go on. That's right. <laughs> and I know it will go on and, and be well and, and do, you know, do fine without me there. And that's not, I don't know if that's everybody's experience that they, they know that they can, um, 
you know, they have a team behind them and, and with them, you know, side by side, not even behind them. Um, just you're to, uh, that's why you created a good team because you're a good leader. Really. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And it's really, um, you know, it is, it's very rewarding, uh, for all of us to, to participate and be a part of all of this, uh, this experience. And, um, so that, that's why I wanted to create these, these Saturday episodes just to highlight, uh, different adaptive sport programming, because it's so important, the work that we're doing to make it happen. And it, it's just, um, it's so much more than what you see on Saturday mornings. It's the, it uh, you know, it's the the duck analogy where everything looks calm on the on the surface, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they're paddling like hell <laughs> underneath. Like, <laughs> you know, it's really just uh, anyone know. Art, if you have the time and you have the passion, you know, just to get out and be part of something bigger than yourself. It doesn't have to be with our Miracle League or adaptive sports. Just get out and, and do something for someone mm -hmm. else. Because I. Steve and I say all the time, it's a gift you're giving yourself. You know, yeah. you don't have to have any special skill sets or knowledge. There's something for everyone to do there. If you want to sell pretzels, if you want to write out name tags, if you want to just help people around the bases or hoot and holler, there's a role for everyone. If you have mm -hmm. the time and you want to get out on a Saturday or with whatever sport, there's something for everyone to do. That's yep. what I would say. Don't, don't let your fears... Um, stop you from being a part of anything. Just get out there and someone will find a role for you. You'll find a role for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say. that is so, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. And it's just, uh, you know, we've, we've had people that are, uh, there's a track that's, that uh, goes around the park where we play. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've had plenty of people that are out walking their dogs or like taking their babies for a walk in the stroller Yep. And they, they stop and like, well, what is this? You know, what, what, what's going on here? And we explain mm -hmm. to them what's going on and they sign up uh, to be right. volunteers. Right. And they, you know, and they end up standing there and, and watching everything for, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. And, uh, you know, and they're just like, oh yeah, I want to, you know, I want to be involved with this. And, and we've right. received, you know, we've received donations from people who have, you know, oh, I was out on Saturday and you know, I saw your league and I, you know, I wanted to make a donation and it's just, you know, you don't know how, uh, you don't know how you will be touched by uh, experiencing uh, one of the Miracle League games, right? Uh, either at our field or, or any of the other fields, I'm sure has the same uh, impact on people for sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, um, so to wrap this, uh, to wrap this up, I like to end my podcast episodes with asking everyone the same question, which is, what do you want the world to know about people who have disabilities? <laughs> Why don't we look at each other? <laughs> yeah, I would say, like everything in life, everyone is more similar than they are different. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, people's similarities and what they want for themselves, out of life, out of relationships, from parents to players, everything is more similar than it is different. And if you focus on that, um, I think the world will be a better place. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess, you know, what Terry says and in relation to our involvement, um, 
uh, I, I would just say like, you know, in the, in, the, in the environment of just playing baseball is that like when you just focus on that, you're just all enjoying the same thing um, mm -hmm. at the same time. And, you know, we're all given this time and we should, we should make the best of the time that we have. You can't, I, I get like from the very beginning with the Miracle League, I don't think we ever looked at anybody like they were different from us. We were just going to play baseball. So I don't know how to explain that, but um, I guess if you, like she said, like we're more similar, everyone is more similar to each other than, than they are different, I think. And um, people just, if people could have an open mind and not be taken aback when they see somebody with an apparatus or someone who may be um, acting different than, than them, um, they think it's odd that um, everybody wants to enjoy the same things in life, um, be loved, um, have people around them that love them. And I guess that's, that's it. We just all really want to just uh, be thought of as loving individuals and be, and that somebody cares for us, I guess. Yes. So well said. I always, um, when I do my presentations in schools, I always tell the kids to talk to someone who looks different than they are. And that can be anything, different color hair, different color eyes, somebody that's different than you, just talk to them. And as you both said, you will find that you have so much more in common <laughs> right. than you have differences. And it's, it's so true because um, I've, I've done that as an, an icebreaker a few times with, um, you know, matching up students that have different color hair you know, and, and tell them five things that you like about it, you know, about yourself or things, five things you like to do. And it's just a lot of times they're like, oh yeah, they, yeah, they like the same thing. And we both like playing video games or, you know, tell them three of your favorite foods. I'm like, oh, I liked pizza too. Like they like pizza just like me or, uh, you, know, going to the beach. you have to be forced out of your comfort zone. It's just mm -hmm. You have to be forced out of your comfort zone. And, yeah. you know, Sometimes when you don't even know you're being forced out of your comfort zone. Right. <laughs> so true. I think it's a lot more difficult for younger kids, though, because, you know, there's that peer thing. Maybe somebody says, well, why are you doing hanging around? You know, all that. It's a lot of peer pressure. So it's, mm -hmm. it's harder for young kids. But I think now with more of the inclusion, like you said, like in, in the classrooms, it's it's not thought of that way anymore. Everybody's, you know, just that's kid in my class. That's Jimmy. He's in my class, you know. Right. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you all for your time. I appreciate Thanks you both. So and we Thanks hope you. Uh, yeah, it was great yeah. to see you too. Yes, great to see you as well. Um, thank you for uh, joining me on this episode of the Our View podcast. And um, we definitely are planning to be back out on the field in the spring of 2021. And, um, you know, I look forward to seeing you all hopefully in person sometime soon. And we can, uh, you know, definitely have better and brighter things to look forward to uh, for the for the league and uh, for our players and our families uh, in 2021. So thank you so much, and thanks for, uh, enjoy thanks the rest for all your miracle league. Really, uh, we can oh, do it with thank you. you. Oh yeah, and I couldn't do my job without you guys. So um, the thanks and appreciation goes right back to you as well. So. <laughs> But thanks and have a great day and I will see you all soon. All right, okay, take thanks, care. Art. All right. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Our View podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Our View podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. New episodes will be released on the 15th and 30th of every month. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Our View for Life. That's O-U-R-V-I-E-W, the number four, L-I-F-E. Do you want to help change the tone of conversation among your family and friends? Head over to our website for some Our View merchandise. Our website is www.our-view.com forward slash merchandise. I thank you for listening. Have a great day and take care.